0: Nations Capital, that's PJ Glasser, Nick Ashew. We're on Twitch, twitchtv betql, YouTube, the Odyssey app. Of course, the podcast will be up. If you missed anything from the show, we'll have that for you wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Not a good night for the Golden Knights, or for the Florida Panthers. No. A good night for the Golden Knights.
1: Yeah, the only sweat left in this game is the over under, right? We got that's five and it. a half. Florida's probably not going to pull their goalie. I mean, maybe if they score one goal and it's 4-1, I mean, what do you have to lose? But, yeah, if uh, that, that's really the only sweat. Vegas looks like they're in pretty good shape here, a dominant performance. Scott kind of just hit the nail on the head. I mean, obviously Bobrovsky's performance has not been great, and just after how absurd he was against Toronto and especially Carolina, just seeing him these first couple games has been a little surprising the defense I mean the open lanes that Vegas has when they enter into the zone has just been like it's wild so definitely some stuff to clear up I can't wait for game three because I mean their seasons online can't obviously go down 0-3 I expect them to show up I expect Bob to bounce back and, Nick, I just want a long series, man. Like, I know. We get to this point, you realize, like, th- this is it. Like, we could there only much hypothetically have two more hockey games left until October. So, hopefully they can make it a series.
0: NBA, NHL, like, this is when we're sitting here clamoring for yeah. series to go on. Because after that... It's mid-season baseball and vacations. I'm telling you. And I know you have all the things you enjoy over the summer. This is why you need to bet more golf outrights, I, so well you can listen, have some sweats I've, over I've the weekends. I've mostly done top 20s, top 10s. I stay there. Both of my outrights this year have hit, and I feel good about it. Who's two the other for one? Two on that. Rom? Um, John Rom Masters. Yep. Nice. Yep. nice. Yeah, I don't remember what that was. It wasn't 22 to 1, though. I think he was 18, eight? though.
1: No, it was like 8. Was probably. it 8?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was probably yeah. that. That's true. Yeah, why would it be that? Yeah, you mom, got 18-1 on no. mom, Nick. Yeah. I want to shop whatever books you're <laughs> the, shopping You know what? Sometimes something comes out of your mouth, and I meant to say 8, and I say 18. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah that's, there you go. That would be the example of that. Um, I am going to be betting everything in my power that involves the Jacksonville Jaguars this year, though, PJ. Really? I am high on this team. Are you? One, I love them to win the AFC South. I think this team has an opportunity here to take a really big next step. Their win totals now up to 10.5. Now it's plus 120 to the over. But if you look at what we saw last year, Trevor Lawrence was the best quarterback in the NFL, at least by quarterback rating, through the second half of the season. They also won a playoff game, they won nine games, and the rest of that division is taking steps back. To me, it's not just about the Jags and their division, because I think the Titans are going to be trashed, the Colts are rebuilding, and the Texans won three games last year. Now, the Texans and the Colts could both take steps forward, maybe six wins for the Colts, five wins for the Texans, or six for both of those. But the Jags, to me, it's more about where they stack up with the elites in the AFC, because they're not there with the Chiefs. I'm not going to say they're there with your Ravens. I'm not going to say that they're there with even the Bills. But is there a chance that they're at least maybe on par with, say, a team like the Chargers. The Chargers haven't, like, right now the Jags are starting to make that climb while the Chargers are at that point where if you don't start to show in the playoffs that you can go that next step. We talked to Sal Capaccio earlier on the show, right? The Bills in the tough season they had, I get it. But they've had playoff letdowns the last couple of seasons with a couple of them coming against the Chiefs. I just, I look at this Jags team and see an actual head coach there, a quarterback that could be one of the best in the NFL. We know the hype. We know the expectations around Trevor Lawrence. The Jacksonville Jaguars now will no longer be looked at as a joke or even just an up-and-coming team. They will be up there with the elites of the AFC.
1: First, to answer your question about the Chargers, they beat them head-to-head. So absolutely, yep. I think they're, they're ahead of the Chargers. I agree with you about the head coach and Peterson. Trevor Lawrence, I'm not as high on him as most people are. The reason being... When I watch certain quarterbacks in this league, like, we're all fans of teams. Mm-hmm. When, when there's a quarterback that plays your team, you just, like, get this certain feeling of, like, you're nervous when they have the ball, right? Like, when you watch the Chiefs and you're playing against Mahomes, you're just terrified he's going to score every drive. Right. Burrow, right. same thing. Allen, Brady and his dad, right? Like, everything. And Trevor Lawrence, like, isn't quite there for me yet. You can't deny the talent, and no doubt he improved. But I just I, – I need – for me personally, like, he has to get to that level for me where to, for where I can take the Jags as, like, a serious contender. Until that happens, I think their ceiling is, like, win the wild card game like they did last mm-hmm. year. Maybe because it's football and obviously they're professionals any given Sunday, sure, they can get hot and maybe they can go to the AFC championship game. I don't think they can win a Super Bowl though, quite yet. I wouldn't put them in the
0: Super Bowl category because you'd have yes. to get through the Chiefs. Right. And but, I don't think that they could even get through the Bills in the playoffs just yet. I still like the Bills over them.
1: Right, but and man, with the way that AFC is just so loaded. I mean, he and like my thing with the Jags is because the AFC South is so bad does that hurt them because they play the Texans, Titans, and Colts twice a year? Or does that help them because they aren't getting into wars like the Bengals are twice a year with the Ravens and the Steelers. Like, the Bills are getting in twice a year with the Dolphins and the Jets. Like, the Chiefs are getting into Mm -hmm. with the Bronx. Like, does that hurt them because they won't be seeing as many playoff teams as some of these other teams? I don't know. I also think it might not help them, Nick, the fact that All of their tough games this season are at home. Now that helps them potentially for like record and and schedule. But I do want to see teams, especially up and coming teams that are trying to take that next step. I want to see them go on the road and win a big game. Like it's one thing when you do it at home and you beat a good team, but like if a team walks into Arrowhead and beats them, that's when we all go whoa. Yes. When when a team go like when with the Cincinnati, uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals did to the Buffalo Bills, how impressive was that in Buffalo? Right? Like just yes. a different feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. to it when you go on the road. So like Jacksonville, I, I really think the bet with them, and I don't know if this is available yet on BetMGM, but when it comes out, I would bet them to get the number one seed in the AFC. All of their tough games for the most part this season are at home. Kansas City at home. Buffalo is in London. San Francisco at home. Cincinnati at home. Ravens at home. Those are all their toughest games and they are all at home. So that to me is the bet is is to get is to bet the Jags to be the number 1 seed because to me they have that Sacramento Kings in them where they're yeah. still too young and too dumb they're going to go so hard during the regular season. Chip on their shoulder, obviously the division that they play in, Doug Peterson being a great coach, Lawrence just being a good regular season quarterback, you bring Calvin Ridley in. I, you know, when we talk about number one seeds in the AFC, we talk about the Chiefs, talk about the Bills, the Bengals. To me, Nick, it's it's the Jags, man. Like that schedule, all those teams are at home. Your toughest games are at home. And then you know you win some road games while Buffalo and Kansas City and, and Cincinnati are battling in and out on the road with all these teams. I think that's the plug.
0: And to your point, if they're going to have the number one seed and the best record in the AFC, you get over ten and a half wins at plus one twenty right now. They're going to have to go over ten and a half.
1: I like that to be able
0: to do that. Yeah. So you really would need to do both at that point. If you're going to bet that, then go ahead and add in there the over ten and a half wins because that's going to stay at plus money until that gets. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to probably try and take advantage of that now. Before that gets moved, so I mean hell maybe even Doug Peterson twenty to one to win coach of the year because to do all that you know, like yeah. you're starting to go no. to go over ten and a half wins to have the number one seed in the AFC then you just
1: p- pick the market with the best number right right like almost like what correlates to a team having a number one seed and
0: right so is it Lawrence MVP is it Peterson coach of the year is it I think Peterson coach of the year more likely than Lawrence MVP because there's a lot of quarterbacks that also can still win MVP. Mm-hmm. And, hell, maybe Aaron Rodgers looks like MVP Aaron Rodgers again and, and with the Jets. I wouldn't be who I would bet to win MVP. Ryan would, but I wouldn't do it. But you, you have certainly a lot of other names there where maybe that's not the first one that I would do. I'd probably lean Doug Peterson, coach of the year beforehand. But, I mean, this is the Jags in a in – a, where would you put the Jags if they were in the NFC? Would you put him ahead of the 49ers? No. Okay. Would you wouldn't put him ahead of the Eagles? No, but so I put be- him
1: ahead of Dallas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would put them as the th- as the third team in the in the NFC. I would agree. With a chance to also maybe have the best record in the regular season, just you know, scheduling wise. And again, it's a hypothetical, so it doesn't really matter.
1: To go back to my previous point, though, like if the Jags play the Commanders and you're watching Trevor Lawrence, does he put the fear into you? Obviously not to the extent that like Burrow or Mahomes would. But would he scare you to where if you're watching a game, you would be like, oh, boy, like, th- like this guy could go down and leave them to a drive?
0: Right? I, he- I think there's a hint of that, but we haven't seen there. It's just about resume. You just need to see it happen more consistently, right? Like Mahomes did it pretty quickly. We saw, like, this guy's a killer right off the bat. It's that quarterback you put in their hands last two minutes. What we always say about Tom Brady, don't give Tom Brady the ball mm-hmm. back. How many comebacks have we seen late in games? It happened time and time again. I think it was Monday night football against the Saints. He had that late drive, yeah. and I had the Saints' money line, so I remember it. It pissed me off. But, yeah, like, but you've s- just seen that so many times. Trevor Lawrence has the ability where, let's say you're, let's say you're playing them, and he's thrown for 300 yards and three touchdowns and no picks, and he gets the ball back with the last two minutes. It's certainly a thought, but it's not on the same level because he just hasn't done it as much as a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning back in the day or whatever quarterback you want to throw into that mix. But he's got the ability to get you to that point. And this might be the year where you start to see more of that, because mm-hmm. the end of last season, I mean, he was playing as well as any quarterback in the NFL. Jacks. You're gonna buy into Trevor Lawrence, Peege. I'm gonna get you there. I don't know. I'm gonna know, get man. you there. I don't know. The talent I watched, is
1: there. I watched that dude play a lot of games at Clemson. I saw him in person. I, I've watched, you know, a good amount of games of his in the NFL. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm Are you not just there. fading the
0: public on this? Is this you just fading? Maybe. Everybody likes Trevor Lawrence, so you're, you're being the contrarian.
1: You know, the dude's got nice hair. i got to hate on something. <laughs> he does something. have great hair. i got to hate on he something. He does have
0: that. I, I just – I don't know.
1: I, I think we all, like, just anointed him, like, too early as, like, this next, like, ridiculous di- – I mean, we were all calling him the next Andrew Luck, and he was the can't-miss thing. And he, he wasn't great, obviously, his rookie season. Urban Meyer contributed to that a lot. And I think it was because he was so bad under Urban – And we were all so desperate to see some flashes of this prospect. And then him and Peterson were so good together, and the Jags turned into a fun team. The way they ended the season. Do you remember that stretch of games they went on where they had that comeback against the Ravens? They had that pick six against Dallas. Like, they were doing crazy things. Mm -hmm. Then the flip in the AFC South where the Titans were losing all these games, the Jags coming. Like, there were so many things that happened that I think kind of clouded us on the Jags. And then they have the historical comeback in the playoff game, Mahomes gets hurt, Then all of a sudden we're like, oh my god, could the Jags actually like, win this game? Could they beat the Chiefs? I don't know. I- I'm excited to see him with a full season, with kind of expectations where people are like, this is clearly the team to beat in the division. We'll see how they stack up in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And I-, I can't remember a time where I have seen a more favorable schedule for a team. All their hardest games are at home. Like yeah. that is just—it's all luck. And they only have incredible. And it's only the, it's, it uh, it's only the
0: right. 12th toughest schedule overall. So I mean, it's—it's it's
1: insane. So, yeah, man. I mean, again, when that market drops, Jags to get the number one seed in the AFC. Nick, like that is the bet to me. The Chiefs eventually, like somebody has to take away the AFC title game at Arrowhead for them. Somebody has to take the number one seed away from them. And uh, maybe the Jags are that team. I know the Ravens did in 2019. Maybe the Jags are that team. to do it
0: this Remember, year. they're getting Calvin Ridley, too, who was not even – I mean, he was suspended all year. The Falcons traded him, and he's been sitting out an entire season. So you're now adding another weapon to that offense, too. Yes, you are. With Travis Etienne in that backfield.
1: I know. I like, I like their offense a lot. Defense has a lot of young talent. I like their team. I
0: just – Are you more confident in the Ravens or the Jags? The Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think the Ravens are going to win their division, too.
0: So, yeah. So, I bet them to win the division last year, and then, of course, Lamar Jackson got hurt, and that threw everything out the window towards the end of the season. Yeah. Plus, they dealt with things at the beginning. Like, it was just the one thing is that now I'm thinking with Lamar Jackson fully locked up, got that contract, got his money, he's got security. If there was, and there probably was, a question as to whether or not he should play or shouldn't play like he did late in the season – And there were rumors that that was going on, too. Maybe he flips the other way now. You're getting him more late in the season, and that's what benefits the the Ravens, especially with the Bengals having bigger expectations, or the Ravens are kind of just trying to get back to that point where they have Lamar Jackson for an entire season, win the division, and then kind of take that next step. The Bengals have already been to a Super Bowl. They've already been to an AFC title game. So they maybe have their eyes more on the playoffs. So late in the season, they're either resting guys or they're just – looking ahead, and there's not much they can do in terms of playoff positioning, and that's where the Ravens, late in the year, can get that extra game, and they can jump ahead of them and win the division.
1: What I like about the Ravens, too, is their defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, he has really good game plans against these elite offenses. Like, go watch the tape on what he did against the Bengals in that playoff game, how he neutralized them. They played the Bills earlier in the season. He shut them out in the first half. Um, he hasn't had a chance to face Kansas City yet, and that's obviously maybe his biggest test is Mahomes. But uh, the way the Ravens are building their team, if they stay healthy, they'll
0: be tough. I, look, it's one of the most consistent organizations in sports. They just got to have all the pieces stay together. Mm. That's really what matters. But I like your Ravens, man. Do you I do too. I don't know. You're. And I got Justin Tucker. And your O's. <laughs> look at that. Bet MGM tonight.